<laughs> we just lost half of our show again. Oh. All right. Well, now we're actually here on Take Under with Joseph. Wait, 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 wait. How do we know we are recording? It we... is the time is moving right here. Two thirty-nine, two forty-one, forty-two. Okay, we're recording, Hector. Thank you for double checking me this time, though. Oh my god. All right. So yes, we so are glad here. We didn't draft anything. The actual show. Of Take Under. I'm glad I looked at that session again before we got too far into it. <laughs> Joseph here with Hector, and we were recording about for a good 15 minutes before I finally actually hit record that you're hearing right now. Oh, Jesus. Uh, anyway, so to quick recap, William Regal is gone. Rest in peace to our favorite executive and also to our favorite target, Road Dog. We'll find somebody else to blame. Yeah, I know Hector wants to wax political about William Regal, so I'll go ahead and let him. Uh, well, yeah, I, I don't even remember what I said before, because there's no actual recording of it. Um, but I'm just going to say, thank you, William Regal. You, like, wherever you end up, you're going to do fantastic. It's just so sad that you're not getting rid of poor bullshit lie of money. You didn't do anything inappropriately. You didn't argue with the man. You're only getting rid of because you are loyal to Triple H. And they're getting rid of all those people who are loyal to Triple H because they're afraid he might take over at some point from Vince. So they're getting rid of his posse. And it's pissing me off because they killed NXT doing that. But whatever. I'm sad you're not going to be there anymore. But I hope to see wherever you go. And I will, I'm glad every other promotion has already been and talks with you and offering you whatever you want. So good luck to you. Hope to see you there. I would love to hear you announce a pay-per-view or something because, damn, when you would come out in December and announce War Games, that was one of the best things throughout the year. So, Blood and Guts is just one syllable too many, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be the same. Uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks, but like I was saying before, when we weren't recording, I mean, the writing was on the wall. He didn't say war games this year. He has, like, they've been changing everything and completely kind of getting rid of everything that was the old NXT and what made it great. So it's only makes sense that Regal goes along with it, but it doesn't make it suck any less. Yeah. All right, so moving on. Dusty Classic is back. Hector didn't know most of these teams. That's because NXT <laughs> 2.0 sucks. <laughs> He thinks GYV is going to win. I think Legato is going to win. Is that the long and short of it? Pretty much, but also because they're both established teams, they might not win at all. So, you know, that's right. how it's Yeah, we were talking about how I mean, we could get a little more into it, obviously. But, yeah, so they're back to eight teams like they shouldn't be. But, I mean, this roster has been cold, so they don't have enough people to actually do it. 16 teams like it, the Vince two. hates tag teams anyway yeah I mean it was only evidence that we can see at this point uh, yeah mm. the Creed Bros have moved on they will be facing the winners of GYV and Chase University um, Legato has moved on they will be facing the winners of MSK and Jacket Time since MSK won last year that's why I'm going with Legato this year because it seems like a waste of what they've done with them and Santos at this point and yeah. I want them to be going into a pay-per-view prime to take all the gold, even though we pro we know they probably won't because NXT has fumbled. NXT 2.0 specifically has fumbled Legato more than almost anybody else. Anybody else left on this roster, I can say. Yeah. 
Also, it's not called a pay-per-view anymore. It's a prime viewing experience no, or whatever the fuck they want to call it. Get out of here. <laughs> Slow wanking motions is all I can respond to that. <laughs> all right. So, actually, I think we're like, man, we went on for 15 minutes and something that we did got done in like four. Maybe we should just shut up. Often. <laughs> uh, nah, so, we'll get into the actual discussion unless you had any other news for NXT or AEW that you wanted to talk about. Uh, the one thing that yes that I want to discuss that where we caught where we weren't recording yeah is is Dakota Kai where you did explain that she has done some dark matches but she hasn't been called up she did win her recent match that was on NXT I did miss that because again it is NXT 2.0 and they have her going crazy yes um and it's so stupid we also know that she would do fantastic at any other promotion I really want her to be free to do whatever she wants because I would like to see the kick team again of her and Tegan together as a tag team. Even Tegan uh, I want to see somewhere. I really hope her non-compete is done soon because she would be a star somewhere else too. Yeah, both of them together either at TNA just to mess with the inspiration or (laughs) actually show up at AEW and kind of show these women how to wrestle like and and have really good matches. also, there's one thing more that I want to talk about AEW, but that will be my rant later. But they would totally help that roster out. Not saying that the women are not talented. They just need people that know how to have the timing right or whatever when they're wrestling with each other, where it looks very fluid and not choppy. Yeah, they need to supplement um, that roster. They've needed. They've been needing to. Yeah, they need the bump queen. The bump queen will teach <laughs> you all. Yeah, they'll have their uh, own, and WWE will have Sasha, and everything will be good on the women's wrestling front. Yeah, we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah, like NXT's not around to be the number one women's wrestling around, but it's spread around evenly, so we can enjoy it on all across See, all, all right, the brands. So, we'll be fine. Yeah, so I mean, now we can get to start getting into our discussion, unless you had anything else that you wanted to touch on. <laughs> no, we can all right, go cool. ahead. Because I think we are underestimating, and I know at least I was, underestimating NXT's women's division. Because did you see that tag match between Raquel and Io, uh, Kaylee and Cora with all four of them? No. So this was. I, a, I just remember the War Games match, and that was really good. This was going into New Year's Evil. Raquel and Cora teamed to fight Kaylee and Io, and whoever won was going to be Mandy's triple threat opponents. And goddamn, dude, that match was so good. It showed how good this division is. And these women at the top of it are going to take the rest of those people, those other women who are like a little bit on the more green side, even though they've been at the performance center for a little while and just like keep running with it. They are awesome. Um, all four of them, like were showcased really well in this and all four of them we've seen work with other people really well. I really like non-champion EO. Like there's so much cool stuff that the four of them showed that they could do in that match. And then like when we've seen them with the other roster, most of the other roster, it's it's just really good. The only problem right now is their their actual champion, but she can't hold it forever, right? Ugh, I'm gonna get EO flashbacks. Oh, EO flashbacks! Come on now. Um, <laughs> no, that, poor Raquel that, wasn't see, I thought, anything really I either. I thought EO's reign was a nightmare reign, and then now I have to suffer through Mandy's. So it's like, ugh, bigger, uh, yeah. I mean, careful what you wish for, I guess. Yeah, I I actually can see her holding it for a lot longer because nothing against Mandy. Like Mandy, I believe belongs on in Raw or SmackDown. I don't know why they broke her up from whatever. There's a whole bunch of other stuff going on behind that. 
but she didn't need to come down here to be the champion and and all, but she could be the champion for forever because this is a type that Vince prefers whatever Vince whatever con Vince whatever that's in charge right now this is what they prefer to have which really really sucks because it takes the opportunity away from the other ones that are fantastic champions or have the potential to be champions Dakota should be a champion at this point somehow should I, whatever but that's just my personal opinion behind it. I mean, it only is until it isn't. Like, dream booking wise, they c- the the thing about this company and what's what's so frustrating about WWE is like they're they're like one turn away from putting out a really good product. Like, here's an example: <laughs> Kaylee win, Kaylee Ray wins against Mandy Rose, maintains that belt in a lot of really good matches going into um into WrestleMania. Piper Niven defeats Becky Lynch in the shocker amongst shockers at Royal Rumble. Holds that belt going into WrestleMania. Kaylee Ray is at the Royal Rumble, wins the Royal Rumble, chooses Piper Niven. This long-term like re- relationship that you guys probably won't even acknowledge as a thing is now kickstarted right into the main event of WrestleMania. And like you could do that with Bailey and Sasha in this Royal Rumble as well, but you're not going to. You're going to give it to fucking Lacey or somebody like it's just baffling some of the decisions that they make when they could tell when they're like so close to telling something better. But I think this NXT women's division, like I said, we were underestimating them because we were kind of shitting on them last week. And I know you're saying like, they're not the best women's right now, but honestly, who's going to really compete with them for that title at this point? Like I, even if you split up or combine SmackDown and raw, I don't think anybody is getting close to them with that. And it's only because of the actual booking in AEW, which we'll get to. Yeah, and it's it's like the 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 issue. Well, like to me, the issue is we know what five star, six star, whatever you want to say. However, they judge these matches, and premium, like fucking hundred percent pure gold looks like. And and even when it's not that way, it's still good matches. We're for me, it's just, just I'm like now I'm like I'm just missing that other like that uh, that uh, the other ten percent or two percent to be what it was. Yeah. Like in Breaking Bad, like damn it, I'm like one percent away from being like pure heroin. Like no, it's it, it 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 that's how I feel when I watch. It. I was like it's still good, and I'm and I'm glad for these wrestlers, but I just go it's just missing like that those couple percentages because I know how awesome this could be, and it is true like you say that they are really one thing away from one technically having something new something that's that people have experienced and main like main staging it but they don't do it because they're just a-holes about it i would love to see piper niven and 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 kaylee ray like duke it out like that should have been a dijakovic and keith lee match like just as another reference that would have been insane to see at a at a WrestleMania Royal Rumble whatever, but they don't give it to us, so whatever. Yeah, and like Di- I mean, of all the people, <laughs> Dijakovic and Lee are like Vince's boy, like Vince's prototype, whatever. Anyway, uh, that's <laughs> neither here nor there at all, even close. Um, yeah. what I will say, I bet you what it is is it's not like nothing but incredible women because there are some newer greener women on the roster now and when like the time that i think you're harking back to that wasn't the case it was dakota and raquel and eo and candace and who else was on the roster at that time like there was nobody bad on the roster at that time so every single match was 
fucking fire. And you can't really continue at that pace as NXT being a developmental brand. Well, that's the thing. Like, it felt like they stopped being de- developmental yeah. because they were so damn good. Yeah. And they, what, they had like a two and a half year run, three years of, like, of having a, not only amazing matches uh, with the women that were, to me, five star every time, but also their promos and their setups, their stories. There was nothing that could go wrong for them. Yeah, I, and, dude. It, they I'm, had I'm thinking a about beast. it more now. Like, I don't think anybody's ever going to catch that lightning in a bottle. And we didn't even get the best. That should have been a women's promotion. Amber Moon, yeah. Rhea Ripley. Like, that roster was so... Shayna Baszler, <laughs> Bianca Belair, Piper Niven could have come over. It was so good. Kyrie Sane. should have gotten... Kyrie yeah, Sane. Kyrie was there. We should have oh, gotten so God. much better cool stuff. Tony Storm was there. We should have gotten so much cooler stuff out of that. And I'm upset that we didn't because we had to waste time on the dudes at that time. But The ultimate female heel, in my opinion, who made me respect her. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Please let... Like, I'm glad she's doing fine. She's doing whatever she wants. I just... I need to see that again. Like, She'll be in I don't the Royal see... Rumble. We'll see how she does. Oh, man. It's, it's so wrong that you don't harness all that hard work and just transfer it over. And I know we bring this up, or I bring this up all the time, but, like, another promotion would kill to have this. I would love to see her rip freaking Britt Baker's face apart. <laughs> Sorry, Adam Cole. Like... Uh, whatever. Okay, I'm sorry. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's just waxing political about the good times of NXT, which is probably what this this podcast is gonna end up this is gonna end more <laughs> often than not. Um, because we we like AEW, but we're not completely bought in yet. Anyway, moving on. Um, Braun motherfucking Breaker, dude. That guy is so fucking cool, like I talked about last time. Like, I finally get the Brock kind of aesthetic where I don't want to see this guy lose. Like, he's this big goliath did you see his entrance for um what's it called new year's evil where he kicked no i didn't so they had like a big nxtx like setup and he came through and like kicked through it and supposedly there was like a bunch of backstage heat people were saying like it was disrespectful but like what the fuck else is he supposed to do this is nxt 2.0 like he's the best he's the only i would dare to say one of the only good things about nxt 2.0 Take yeah, away the women's it, division. He's probably the only good thing about NXT 2.0. And so, like, whatever, man. You want to shit on his gripes. He, or you want to have gripes about his entrance. That's fine. But he is the the reason to tune in right now. Yeah, and please, can we just give credit to his name? Like, I'm... Uh, <laughs> just, yeah. just stop with the Braun Breaker thing. Yeah, I mean, I hope that that's going to change at some point. But whatever i mean you didn't see it but he beat champa he is now the champion most importantly his dad was there when he won oh that's awesome yeah he came into the ring with him and like uh even Ch- actually champa went out and went to go like pay his respects on the way out because his dad was right on the guardrail and that's then awesome. his dad was in, was in the ring with them for like a, a little like quick snippet that they recorded it was, it was cool uh i think he's gonna be a great champion for this promotion the only thing that sucks is like i was talking about with legato being criminally underused it looks like santos is going to be his first feud and if that's the case obviously santos isn't going to win so what the fuck are you wasting santos for santos is the perfect nxt champion champion braun breaker should be on the main roster like that's not that hard is it it's not that hard also what the hell is it with unifying the belts 
Yeah. The cruiserweight in the North American. Like Yeah, that was gonna be the next <sighs> RIP we got to is Unfortunately our brand lost one of its mid card belts and the cruiserweight division dies along with it and it's unfortunate. It really always has been my favorite one. This one was really cool when it first started to come back and then the whole Enzo thing kinda made a joke out of it. Took a while for Santos to bring some legacy back to it, but it was cool after that. Yeah, it's such. It to me, it's just such horseshit. I'm sorry, like <laughs> that belt. Look, that is one of the best looking belts ever fucking made. It made the North American belt is cool looking too. If you're gonna get rid of any yeah, of them you... at this point, get rid of the NXT one. Yeah, like those those two belts are great. The, the but the cruiser one looked fucking amazing, especially in the color. Yeah. But it also like gave the opportunity for other people to like show off their skills and go for something from that is the cruiserweight division. Like, cause those guys are super talented. And do you they know can't, if the, 205 Live is done now? I have no idea. Oh, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, me either. But it's, I don't know. It, it's just so disappointing. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't oversaturated with belts. It was totally fine. Um, uh, you had people going for it. It just seems like they just didn't know. They were trying to squeeze people into having the belt or take over the belt. And they're like, oh, well, we have this other one, too. Yeah. <sighs> Instead, I, they're I, trying to, like, just get on with this crappy atomic heat. And it's just like, why? You have belts. You have reasons to fight. You don't need to get the crowd to hate this person for no reason. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean... Long live the, the Cruiserweight Championship. And in that kind of spirit, who was your favorite reign? Who was your favorite match? Oh, when it, my, my, favorite, my favorite thing was uh, Escobar. Not only from the fact that he was the reigning champ for a while, but the fact that he created this whole, like, his stable by kidnapping people and setting up this whole story. <laughs> For the damn belt. Like, how awesome was that? <laughs> yeah, I completely that was so forgot. so good. Not completely, but yeah, I forgot that, that was the, the way that he got there. <laughs> That's cool. My favorite reign uh, was uh, Neville. Neville was the cruiserweight when he was there? Yeah. When he was, when it first came out, I don't think, I don't know if he was the first one that won it, but that was, like, when the bastard was kind of first in, incepted. Like, that was when he started becoming... The bastard known the bastard pack then, but they couldn't like really call him that. But he was like walking around like the bastard does now. And when he was first trying to like get his feet wet in that persona of of being the dickhead champion, and it was cool then. I I still I'm still into it. So I that was my yeah. favorite reign. My favorite match though was not one of his. It was um, Santos versus Devlin for the the undisputed cruiserweight championship. Oh that yeah, that's true. Yeah, that match was so good. I really enjoyed that one. Oh, uh, Leo Rush, man. That one was a great match. Yeah, he he had a pretty cool reign. Like, I was looking at a few of the past champions, and, like, I don't remember his that much, but I do remember that he was a champion, and it was it was a cool run. Hey, uh, hold on one second. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought I was hearing something weird. Um, oh, yeah, that's... 
Yeah, th- this is going to be nostalgia talk about NXT. <laughs> All right, so then we can move on to more RIPs then, I guess. <laughs> Cameron Grimes' beard, gr- like his gnarly beard is gone. You haven't seen it because you been, haven't been keeping up with the product, but That's he still has like a, a smaller beard now, and it was a little thicker this week, but yeah, it wasn't the same. Um. All right, and our biggest RIP this week is RIP to Walter, <laughs> who is now Gunther. So, so his full name that WWE had decided to give him is Gunther Stark. Reportedly, that's not on the actual like roster, no, is it? No. So the, it's that's. That's actually what they were planning on. Oh, that was the him. trademark, right? Yeah, so okay. that was the trademark. So he's going to be called Gunther Stark. And so, you know, there's something called Google, and people started looking up his name, and it belonged to a, a former Nazi U-boat captain or commander. And so they backed off. So they filed for an emergency like release or whatever of that trademark. So he's just going to be called Gunther. Uh, no Stark. Um, which is the stupidest thing in my opinion, because all, all it is is for merchandising and trademarks so they can own it and get as much profits as they can instead of being like, hey, we're just going to, you know, split the profit because your name is already Walter. It's already well known. You're already going to sell a bunch of stuff for us anyway. So yeah. we'll, we'll make our money. Like, wh- why would you even do this? He's already called the ring general Walter. Like, uh, this is this is WWE creative at its worst yet again <laughs> for no reason and almost causing a Nazi thing to happen. What the hell is wrong with you guys? Please look research stuff on Google. Yeah, it really sucks like <laughs> that they did this too because did you see the main event? Uh-uh. Please watch it. It was really fucking good. And I don't even like Walter matches, dude. Like I I'm probably the lowest person on Walter of anybody ever. I don't like anything about him. I don't think I've ever liked one of his five matches that he's had in his five years here. His 870-day <laughs> reign is a fucking joke because he literally did not compete it or com- like compete for it in any matches that mattered other than those Dragunov ones, which everybody loved, and I was the only one that apparently didn't because I don't like to see like MMA reenactments in a show. That's not what I watch WWE for, but that's neither here Wait. nor there. What? You didn't like the the second one that they actually had here in, on no. a, on a takeover. No, I don't like any Walter matches other than this Roderick Strong one, and it was probably because it was only Roderick Strong. Like that may just be my bias coming out, oh, but this was a great match. So please go back and watch it. And like like that's what pisses me off about this stupid shit that they do. Like they just can't get out of their own way, because everybody would have been talking about that match here, and nobody talks about NXT for wrestling. If you had just called him walter which he's wrestled under here before he literally did two weeks ago at new year's evil you wouldn't be in this problem where everybody's shitting on this name because of like the origins of it and because it's just a stupid decision for no reason i yeah i mean i'm just like baffled by it because again you have you're so close to a good product and then you just do stupid shit like that Oh my god, Triple H, where are you? Punch somebody in the face. <laughs> you got anything else on NXT? I think that brings us up to speed there. Yeah, I think so. It's just sadness and nostalgia now. 
Let, right. my, let my bump girl go. So moving on to AEW and from <laughs> some gri- some gripes to some more gripes. <laughs> Uh, I just had a couple of things that I wanted to talk about since we're not really like weekly or not weekly coming into this show anyways. And just a few gripes that I have with this company, their women's division as like to, to finally hit on that. What the fuck are you guys doing with the booking of this women's division? You have super good performers. You have the talented roster that you need. You have Thunder Rosa, Serena Deeb, even Britt Baker. Like you have people that if you put in the right positions and give them time will be great. But what did you do the last few weeks? Mercedes, yeah. TBS champion, bleh. Brit, stale champion. And what has she been doing the last two weeks? Wasting the women's championship by using, and you're using this division as a prop to set up Cole versus Cassidy, like for their fifth match. What are you guys even doing with this division right now? <laughs> oh, man. I always love your opinions on this one. <laughs> like, uh, dude, I, I mean, I really only watch for women's wrestling because it's really, like, where the freshest shit is, in my opinion, since I stopped uh-huh. watching, like, when the Ruthless Aggression era came back. And since I, like, I enjoy some of the dudes since then, but nothing's really that cool other than what the women are doing. And that's why it frustrates me that that these women, both in AEW and in NXT and, a, like, WWE, that should be your main fucking attraction right now. And these guys aren't booking it. I don't know if it's just for ego or just what it's always been, but fucking stop. Yeah, so, like, that TBS tournament, I thought it was pretty interesting. And then, like, and I was like, Cargo's gonna win this. Like, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I, I'm i not 100% sold on her or whatever. And also, like, that that bitch show and stuff or that I was like eh, whatever. It, I think it's, it's clever. You, you, it, you you can do that to yourself. I was like you can be a little more creative. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> that's my own opinion. I go that's fine. I don't want Thunder Rosa to have this belt anyway. She should be like having the actual yes the the women's belt. She's a main card. By the yes. By the way, please Tony Khan, if you ever do happen to listen to this podcast, I hope it's this segment right now is. Look at the TBS belt, and then look at the women's belt, the women, the AEW Women's Championship belt. One doesn't look like the other. Please make them the same size. One is like, a fucking it, bangle. It, yeah, like, it's ridiculous that it's that small. Like, you didn't need to do it that small. You can make it look like everybody else's belt. Like, that's the point. You want and then it to you, shine. They even had a redesign. Remember when Sheeta came out? And it is a little yeah. bigger. Like, it's noticeably bigger, but it's still so tiny. Yeah, like. Get on that. It whatever. Um, fix that. That's all. Um, <laughs> but you, you sign, you you sign Mercedes. Why? Why? Like we can't. 20, maybe he did that one years. just to spite us, dude. Like <laughs> just to troll on us. I don't know that we can ever. That we'll ever be rid of I this got, woman, dude. When 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 Thunder Rosa was like when she got hit or whatever in the ring and the hooded figure, I was thinking, I was like, oh my god, who could it be? And then I'm thinking, like, who got released? And going months in my head, I was like, oh my god, it, it could be so-and-so or whatever in my head, like, thinking really, you know, someone really talented. And and then it's this bitch. Like, how the fuck does this woman get on here? Dude. And, and I get it. 20 years on the indies, that's fine. You guys have wrestled before. You guys wrestled in Lucha Underground when Thunder Rosa was under her other name. Like, 
I get it. I don't give a shit. Because <laughs> all you want right now is just another fucking block or, or in the road for Thunder Rosa to be a champ. That's all I get. Because you're not going to be a fucking champion. You're going to be for the TBS shit. That's fine. Just get that. the fuck out of the way. She doesn't even deserve like, that. She's boring. Like, I get that. But that's where she's going to be. Like, yeah. there's no need for her. She, she's not going to be fucking AEW champion. If she is AEW champion, holy fuck. Yeah, I'm saying she shouldn't be either. Is my <sighs> yeah, argument. and if she's... But that that that's the thing. Like, that's what pissed me the fuck off. I was like, now you're going to take away time. So you have your feud. Get it done. Get it over with. I've seen nothing but fucking promotions or promos for this. I'm sick of it. Like, Thunder Rosa, show up, whoop her ass, that's fine. I know Thunder Rosa is, like, doing her side stuff right now. That's okay. But please, just get rid of this shit. Like, even you mentioned it before. Like, this is, just knock it out. If you're going to have a shitty fucking stepping stone thing with fucking Mercedes, just get it done so she can go do her other shit with someone else or whatever. Like, have Nyla fucking destroy her. I don't give a shit. Um, to dark with just, you. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, and have and have done the Rosa because Brett Baker is by far the worst reigning women's champion on any product yeah. because she hasn't wrestled or defended it as much. And the fact that they use this is what pissed me off is they had Riho wrestle her at the Battle of the Belts. And she was so close, but they make it as a, a screwy finish, so that way it doesn't look as, like, Rio really lost or whatever. No, Rio should have won that shit. And she should not be having the belt. And give Rio another three-month run, and she loses it to someone else. Even if you don't or, want to have what? Brit look weak, like, have her lose it to Rio. For some reason, she just can't get over Rio. And then Correct. someone takes it off of Rio right after that. Like, even if you just need to use her as an intermediary just to get it off of Brit, Brit needs to not have that belt anymore. Like, people are jumping off of her bandwagon more and more. And it's not because they don't want to see her succeed because they still love her. They just are bored of her as champion at this point. She's yeah, not I chasing anything. There's no point in it anymore. And this whole thing, like, with her own little group of people that goes back and forth, that they like each other, they hate each other, they yeah. screw up, or whatever. I was like, make it's a get, decision on it's this. It's getting as stale as Naomi yeah. and Sonya on SmackDown, which has been going on for, like, seven months already. Yeah, like, lose the belts, or actually show that you are a champion, and d give me some defenses, like, back to back to back. Like, it, it, yeah. I, yeah, like, I can't, I can't deal with this shit anymore. Because you do have talent in AEW, give them a shot to have it. Like I'm not saving, saying give it to Rose or whatever. Like you had a lights out match with Thunder Rosa, and you talk about how great that was or whatever. I was like, cool. You should lose the belt to her, Rio, uh, Car. She, anybody fucking else. Just, yeah. I, I'm just so done with this. It's so boring. And also, that's another reason that pisses me off because. It's so boring and so stale that we don't have enough women's matches in, like, Dynamite or Rampage. I'm glad we get at least once, one a week, every Friday on Rampage, mm -hmm. which is consistent for an hour-long show. So I was like, that's pretty good. AEW is always going to be a toss-up where I'm either going to have one match or no match or two matches or no matches. Like, it should always have a decent amount every week. 
so that they get this experience so they can know and you can start developing storylines that that's enjoyable because most of the time it feels like it's just a hallway promo of people just running into each other and i'm trying to catch up i don't remember them arguing and now that's going to end up being a match no like develop something just not shit with mercedes martinez and please (laughs) drop them out like yeah, I mean that's where I'm at. I'm not even like that down on Mercedes. Again, Mercedes can go to dark, and she can put on good man. Like she can put on. Well, I wouldn't say good. But she can put on Mercedes matches <laughs> with like, with people on dark and elevate, and like get those good those uh the women down there some good time with with a established opponent who can put on reputable matches. I guess I can say that much. I will say you didn't describe to me quite the moment of the Mercedes reveal and how. F- fucking hilarious that was dude we're like she's in the ring she turns around and faces the camera and everybody gasps because they don't know who is it going to be and then the crowd does not care dude it was yeah. so oh so sad i just hope we get out of it like quickly because i don't think anybody really is into this even though i did see a few people like oh it's mercedes like yeah okay so AEW has another mid card person like all right no, I'm just, I was so mad. Like, I was watching that match with my brother Omar, and I'm just sitting there, and I was like, and he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, oh, that's fucked up, whatever. But I'm like, oh, could it be her or whatever? And then, it, and then like, she pulls her hood, her hood down, and literally I go, not this bitch. <laughs> and he just starts fucking laughing. Dude, that reaction was not, not yours. That crowd reaction was like every. It just made it almost made it worth it for it to be Mercedes, dude. Yeah. Uh, all right. And so my other two beefs with this company, my two pettiest beefs with this company, is why do they have to keep fucking hitting the blood note over and over again, like every single week? Like I get it's cool, like and and on TV at that, like I get it's cool, but do you have to do it every week? On TV and for matches that aren't even matches, that street fight was a middle of the card match in a fucking pandemic, dude. The one with the bunny and uh, Anna Jay and Ty Conti and Penelope Ford, like uh. there was a puddle of bloods just sitting of the bunny's blood just outside near the barricade. Why? I don't get it. Just because Brit, like it worked for Brit, that's not the note that. You you learned the wrong lesson from the Brit thing. Like Brit used that to her advantage. The blood is not what made those people in either of these spots. The blood did not make Mick Foley. Like if the blood what happened to Mick Foley and the stories he taught in that topped off with the blood is what made that. It's not blood alone that makes this. I yeah, I can see that. I did really enjoy that match though. Um even with the many botches and also they need to talk to who's in charge of uh, their accessories, I don't know, tables and chairs, and be like, hey, was that a real one, or is that the <laughs> one that was supposed to break? Because, man, stuff did not go off as well as it should have. So, kudos to them for actually putting on a pretty good show with all that stuff not working the right way. I don't even um, mind the botches. Like, it's a street fight. It shouldn't look clean to me. The Like, yeah. it just... It was so unnecessary with the blood and like with some of this like I mean both of all four of them aren't that aren't the greatest of performers in my opinion too but they all did really good the only problem was they did this show on Friday I think it was Saturday so the next day was hard to kill 
with Mickey James and Deanna Parazzo doing a Texas death uh, match. And so like you have those two examples back to back. I'm sorry, girls. Like these two girls are pro- one of them's a hall of famer. The other one's definitely could be on her way. And we haven't seen any of that material from the four of you. The, like the one that happened with Ty Conti, like I feel that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, like that came from the botch. But like the bunny, I was like, ah, something, something went way too wrong on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I still enjoyed it. I can see where like it be, it can be too much, especially because it's continually being used. Especially like you had it, uh, like what a week ago before that or something, mm-hmm. or a week later on the premiere. It like, it just gang- cheapens it, it in my opinion. Like if you do it every single time, it makes it less. Yeah, and for like with the men's, like the things that like seem to be the most painful thing, other than like the blood coming out, is you see the marks and the bruises that are like holy crap, yeah. that was a real hit or whatever. Like that, that seems more intense. And that's part oh. of the match, though. Like, that, I don't mind that, like, every single week. Be, at least if, like, Daniel Bryan wrestling every single week. Like, of course he's going to get, like, a meaty-ass chest that way because like, yeah. that's wrestling. Like, but the, the, the blading parts, I just, I just can't buy. I can't get behind. Yeah, uh, I can see your point. I'm, I'm still not too, I'm not too off on it. I did, again, I did like Taikanti, but that's also because I'm biased because I like Taikanti. <laughs> um... But yeah, I, I can understand that it's being used over and over too much, and it might get somewhat annoying. At least they're not doing like the you know the surprise roll up all the time to you know win. Yeah, that's true. Well, my I mean my other so my other petty beef is like they need to stop giving the TV time to people who are terrible. And I mean I guess some people are, are like getting into the acclaimed and the match that they had with with Darby and Sting I didn't completely hate, but I really don't like the acclaimed. Varsity Blondes have all the personality of, like, a mop that Kenny Omega could wrestle a five-star match with. The talent in this company is just too much now to be beholden to the gym-dwelling hardcore fans. Like, I get just because Vince wouldn't give us these guys doesn't mean that you have to give us these guys with your TV time. You only have three hours of that every single week. And remember, you have Undisputed now. You have the Young Bucks. You have all these people that are really good. We need to be seeing them at least every other single week and not be seeing Varsity Blondes or the Ass Boys or like some of these people that they keep putting on that are just just unnecessary, in my opinion. I, I understand that. The, the claim, I hated them when they first showed up. Um, and actually, they've kind of grown on me. It's sad to say. <laughs> and the and the thing that won me over is when they did the recent promos of pretending to be Darby Allen. That Sting. that was why I was that like, was all right, this part was cool. But watch, the next one is gonna suck because the acclaim suck. <laughs> so I was like, all right, this is pretty funny. Uh, um, so I can see that. Also, like. What I'm my like my thing with it is Varsity Blondes not yeah, they don't need to be there. Also but also they need to have the talent so they can have the experience. So I I kinda give them that break on that, but yeah, it, that's that time should be going to other people as well. I mean like 
it may be unfair of me because AEW more at least more than any other company in the last few years has turned me on people by just giving them time. Like we talked about the most recent one that I and the one that I thought was going to be impossible for them was Eddie. Well, the one that I know is impossible for them is CM Punk. But one of the ones that I thought was going to be impossible was Eddie Kingston. And they turned me around on him. Like I'm enjoying his promos now. I want to watch more Eddie Kingston. And like, I think they did. They, I know that they've done that with Darby and with a few other wrestlers on their roster too. I'm, I'm wondering, like, with AEW, I'm almost watching now to wonder to see who the next person of that is going to be. I really don't want it to be Alistair Black, by the way, <laughs> or Malachi Black, whatever his name is. But, but I have now a, he has the house of. Black I have a him. feeling it might start to be if they, like I said, if they start to use him as a wedge to get in between tag teams. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I, I. So maybe that that criticism is like unwarranted, but like, I mean, so that's I guess that's where it's coming from. Is I there are other people on this roster that I do want them to turn my opinion around on because I know that they probably could, given that AEW is really good at their storytelling. But they're not gonna do that. They're not gonna turn me around on Hangman being a crappy champion by giving the Varsity Blondes a bunch of time on their promotion. Very true, and yeah, I know that most of the people like. Yeah, I'm I'm the I'm the the wrong person on that, or like apparently the wrong person on that because I'm the low man on it anyway. Yeah, I'm, but I'm I'm I think I'm with you too on that one because like it's cool, great, you you're I'm glad you did a story that's three years long to get here. That's fantastic. I want to see somebody else with belt. Honestly, like right. there's so much other better talent that I want to see with the belt. Like I I want to have shit. I want to have Adam Cole fucking be the leader and talking shit down to to the young bucks like. That's what I want to start saying. I want to see Undisputed Era run amok on this shit. And please, please let Roderick Strong go so he can join them. Um, I wanted to see Daniel Bryan do it. Like, you have the best wrestler in the world on my planet. Face him two times in a row. Hangman's not that good of a wrestler. Like, I know that was the whole point is trying to prove that he was, but he's not. Let him lose it and then start fighting back for it again. Whatever. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's... It's difficult because I know that they're still trying to be, like, an indie, like, popular promotion mm-hmm. to give these people the opportunity, which is great, because that's how you find talent, and and if they keep doing it, that's fantastic. But also, they're kind of in, you are rivaling the, yes. the monopoly that's been around forever now, and you're challenging them, and now you're getting their talent, and, and bring, or bringing in talent that it's at that level, like you have to be showing them. Not like you said, not not every single time. Also, I don't need to see twenty matches of the of the best friends and the and the elite and, yeah. and undisputed or like I wrestle somebody else that I don't know. An actual wrestle match. Don't drop him out. Give him decent time and just so that and he can do a promo at the end and challenge somebody else. Like I don't need to see the same things over and over again because I know you're trying to build some story where they'll break up or whatever. No. Save that for later. Plan that ahead for for your pay-per-views. But week to week, like I don't need to see the same matches over and over again. Right. That's the that's WWE one thing. shit. Yeah, like, that's starting to be really repetitive. Also, I, Jericho is a wrestler. I love the guy. He's fucking fantastic. But also... There's too much of him lately. Like, <laughs> I he, he, yeah. yeah, he's been tarnishing his goat status. Like he's almost getting into Undertaker territory now. I don't know. Did did you? Is it Dynamite last week where he looked fucking drunk in one of those promos? 
Yeah, where they're gonna wrestle next week. Yeah. No, yeah, it was dynamite. Like, like not not this past one from the one leading into Beach Bash, but the one even before that, where like his oh, eyes were super red. Sammy Guevara. Yeah, yeah. And he just did not look good in that promo. And then like later on at the rest of the day, I think he had sobered up. But damn, dude, the promo in the early beginning of the night was like, did you like? Not, did you eat? Did you eat a bunch on an empty stomach or something? Did you underestimate what you were drinking or what, man? Because you don't look good. Why did they put you in front of a camera right now? Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of Jericho going around. Um, they just need to pull back, like you know, time away makes the heart grow fonder. Like same thing with Kenny. Like Kenny, I know Kenny's messing up. He's getting fixed up, and when he comes back, it's gonna be fucking amazing. Like, yeah, they need to do that with Jericho right now. You can leave it up for uh, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, the Young Bucks. Um, you have your filler stuff with with Archer and stuff like that that I'm okay with because that's something that you know. Time, can we get rid of fucking the top ten <laughs> old yeah. guy that just won't shut the fuck up? Yeah, I hate uh, Dan I Lambert. I don't understand. Yes. It sucks because when Murderhawk first came in, like, he, I was like, this guy's too big for the second-rate role that they want to have him in. And, like, now that they're doing this role, yeah, I want to see him and Hangman destroy each other for that belt. Even though I don't think he's going to win, nor should he. Like, he shouldn't be champion right now. But why is Dan Lambert here? He's just ruining it all for everybody. Yeah, I just... I, why the fuck is he in there? I don't know. Also... Uh, also, this I don't understand, but hopefully it turns into something good. Is how do we have two companies work together with Andrade El Idolo, <laughs> the 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 Hardy family or office or whatever? Um, I don't know. That just seems weird. Hopefully, we get really good stuff at this. Uh, yeah. I saw a lot of people shitting on that online, and honestly, like, as far as these factions or the long-term storyline goes, I could give a shit, dude. I'm going to pop every single time Andrade calls Darby Allen that little kid who works for Sting. <laughs> that little kid who works for Sting is the funniest thing that they've done, like, since Sting did the, the, uh, the chest thumps with Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Maybe we can sign the little kid that was Sting. What little kid? I think he's talking about Darby Allen. It's so funny. Oh man, I like that. Just for that alone, I I actually don't hate that segment at all. Uh, anything else you want to touch on with AEW? Ah, yes. Uh, this is gonna be. I hope this is a quick rant. Can we have? The NXT camera crew from the go- from the black and gold brand migrate over to AEW <laughs> and teach these motherfuckers how to use a camera. Um, they don't know when to switch. They don't know when to cover up. They don't know how to protect the wrestlers. They don't know how to protect things that are going on. Like, I know I kind of did this to myself by researching like all the like the things they do to make sure a wrestler's okay how to protect themselves and stuff like that. So, like, I can spot that stuff really quickly. But when you have an amazing crew, like NXT, the Black and Gold, Black and Gold uh, had, they hit it so well. So you were just 
invested in the match. And you knew that people would be protected or whatever. These motherfuckers on the AEW have no experience that they, every time I was like, uh, you should not have shown that fucking angle because you're supposed to hide that kick. You're not supposed to be looking down at them from a fucking drone angle, looking at their eyes as the ref is telling them whatever time is left or whatever's going on with the rest of the match or checking into like, no, I don't need to see that. Be smart, you dumbasses, because you're, like, giving away the match. You're giving away secrets. Um, because, technically, people are there to enjoy a story and enjoy the match. And it's still within the kayfabe. Like, don't fucking ruin it with shitty camera work. It's it. I've noticed it more and more recently. And I don't know it's because maybe it's not the same crew where they go. Or they just hired, like, spotters for the day. Just please make it consistent. Teach them how to do that. If not, if you can't do that, just hire fucking the NXT crew. They know how to do that shit. Yeah, because they're not uh, NXT 2.0 right now. I can tell you yeah. that much because that camera crew sucks. <laughs> he, that's that what saved the black and gold bread. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, my, my brother's all like, they didn't, that foot didn't touch them. I go, I know. You weren't supposed to see that. You were supposed to see it from the other angle, I were mean, they? In their defense, a lot of the people in AEW are pretty bad with some of their moves and a lot of like their footwork with each other. Like there's a lot of stuff that goes off from way too far and unbelievable distances that even if like it landed would have been fucking you what you hit them with your pinky toe. <laughs> yeah, I I can I give them some leeway with that because they, one they've ever never worked with each other or something like that. But still that's the the camera work is designed to uh, help alleviate with that issue until yeah. they become better and become more fluid. Um, but it, it doesn't alleviate it in the AEW realm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like constantly seeing a ring that's supposed to blow up that never blows up. Like... <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right. And so on, on that note, uh, we'll get off the AEW chatter for a little bit here, and uh, we'll move on to. I think we sh- we need to get something this many years into our show that's kind of like ours, basically. And uh, since we teased about it for so long, teased about doing a draft. What I think we should do is a draft every single episode as a penance for not doing one for almost a year and teasing that we were going to. And Technically, we did. We did have an amazing, amazing... <laughs> yeah, but we lost it, so it doesn't count. Because as far as everyone knows, we didn't even record it. So we're going to start off with two in this episode because we were gone for two weeks. And because one of them will be expired. One of the prompts will be expired by next week anyway. And let's start off with that one. I'll go first. Or do you want to go first? Because I went for... Did we already do a draft last time? I, uh, I don't think we did a draft last. Well, we did. I guess we got to get. Yeah, it was wait. everybody who made us who made us enjoy wrestling in twenty twenty one. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So since so, I went first on that one, you can go first on this one. And the two drafts we're gonna do this time, I'll let you actually choose too. Uh, who we're looking forward. Every now and then we'll do different drafts. We'll do some that are just mean something to us, and then we'll do other ones that we can score. So one of the ones that we'll do it an example of each one. Who we're looking forward to the most this year, and Royal Rumble surprises. So the Royal Rumble surprises we can actually score in case they show up. Point 
No okay. point. No, we're not going to do Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest. Have them whop you like I did last year. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> we'll just show up or no. Did you guess this right or not? And then who we're looking forward to will obviously just be for us. Okay. Uh, so for Royal Rumble. Dang. All right, we'll start with that one. There's somebody that I thought would show up. I he won't show up, but there there's been rumors, but I don't think he will. It'd be awesome if Stone Cold showed up as the last fucking participant. You think Stone Cold's gonna show up? Like I didn't his, know that there was even rumors of that. Like his neck's in good shape. I know he doesn't want to wrestle, but like if you bring him in with a thirty, just to give it like a really good crowd reaction, because it is in Texas. Uh, am I right? Yeah, it's in yeah. Texas. I see. Yeah, yeah, actually, so, that's true. And then him just like go off, get rid of two people, and then he gets tossed out. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah, that'd be cool, especially at thirty, because he's come in at thirty before, hasn't he? I think so. Yes. I think so. Um, the later part of his career, I'm not that familiar with, because that was when I was out. All right. So I'm gonna go with I think the only male who will be on my list and shot in the dark just like yours um the reason for my prompt change from our last topic moving into this one is bray wyatt no way i think he's gonna show up here because i think he's gone at this point and done like shopped around with TNA and shopped around with AEW and I think WWE is the only people that have the resources to do the stories the way he wants to do them. My only reservation there is the like the way that he kind of cut those ties and seemed pretty pissed off about the way the fiend was handled, which Vince is always going to have true. Vince is all yeah, it, again, it's yeah, it's true. Like very valid concerns. So that's why I think he might not be here, but if he wants to do the scale that he that I would think that he would want to like that it seems that he wants to do I I would say, um, the exploding ring that you brought up is the prime reason that I think he's he's gonna stay with <laughs> WWE he's gonna either resign or surprise appearance at WWE. Okay, that'd be really interesting because I know that his next project or whatever he's doing is something in like TV or film. Yeah, that's what I was I was reading too, but yeah, we'll see. That's and that's what I'm saying. Like it could even just be an an appearance where he shows up either as Bray Wyatt or as the Fiend, or maybe he shows up as Bray Wyatt and the Fiend, and then a new third character. That'd be cool. The new he the gets modern, knocked out twice. Modern day Mick Foley here, but uh, yeah, it would kind of cheapen both of those characters if if that was the case. But yeah, go ahead, next pick. Okay. Uh, I it, she's probably going to be in there no matter what. But I really, really, really like Dakota Kai for the women's. Yeah. To just yeah, just to show up and show what she really can do and get some people out of there. That would make me really, really happy. Yeah, that'd be cool. I could see that happening. Um I too am gonna go with an NXT person and say Mandy is showing up. Yeah, I could see that. She's like, I want back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, she, I mean, she's a champion now, so why wouldn't she want to get more gold now that she's gotten a taste of it? Yep. So, so what's one and one so yeah. far for that? We'll do, yeah, we'll do five for this one. Five for each. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Who else? Like, he, of course, that fool's going to show up. 
Johnny Gargano? No, Johnny's not showing up. <laughs> Johnny's not showing up. Uh, I Gangrel. You go Gangrel? Yeah, because I thought he was gonna show up. What last year or the year before? Or there was talks about it. Yeah, and and so. Uh, I think Gangrel's gonna show up and him and Edge like have a mini reunion. Yeah, that'd be cool. Edge, Edge is in it. I think so. It, yeah, I think Edge is in the Rumble. Uh, actually, no, I don't think he is because he's wrestling uh, Miz, Miz and Mrs. with Beth. So I don't think he's gonna be in it. Uh, you want to change your pick? I'll give you a chance. No, Gangrel. Right, I cool. still think he'll show up. Cool. Um, I'm tempted to take another. Dude, but she's not announced yet, and I feel like it's a given. I'm gonna go with Alexa. Okay. Now that she has her new nose, <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> what the heck? Um. Okay, so Alexa. So what is it? Mickey Mickey James is supposed to show up, right? She's been announced. Yeah. Uh so I think after everything that happened, Deanna Parazzo will show up. Damn. She was on my list. Uh <laughs> I don't think I was gonna end up drafting her, but yeah, I think that's a good pick. Um oh, that'd be awesome to see him kick it out in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh I just want, like, I kind of want to see everybody from WWE here now that they're working with Impact, that, that is in Impact, I mean, like, especially after all the cuts and stuff, it's just, it would be funny to me. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the reason I don't think Deanna's going to be here, since Impact lets them do whatever they want. She'll just be like, fuck them, they don't deserve my star. They didn't see it before. <laughs> uh, all right, so there's kind of a bunch of picks that I still want to get. But I'm gonna go with will this into existence? Uh, this one's for me and my wife. Uh, Bailey. Wait, she has. Uh, she's not in it automatically. I no, thought... she's not. She's not wrestling right now. She's hurt. Oh. Yeah, she's been hurt, so she hasn't announced yet. But it could be her return. At the Royal Rumble, and then she wins, and she's going straight to main to uh, WrestleMania. See, okay. here here was my fantasy booking for Liz, and I told her Sasha shows up. I know she's hurt, but like she could throw one person over, and that's all she needs to do to win. And then her and Bailey have a little rivalry going. Her tell her telling Bailey like, "Look, I don't need to wa- bother with you anymore. I want the Royal Rumble. Like, I-, I need to concentrate on WrestleMania." Bailey saying like, "All right, fine, fuck you. I'll find my own road to WrestleMania, beating one of these champions." And then goes and like they could kick their fucking rivalry right into the main event of WrestleMania too, but they're not gonna do that because it's WWE. Okay. <laughs> Next pick. Okay, so this is a toss-up between two. One is thinking of my Attitude Era self, and then one would be like a really cool thing to show up. Um, 
Since Lead is gonna be there, Trish Stratus is gonna be there. I'll go with this but this is more possible more of a possibility. Stacy Keebler shows up. Stacy Keebler. Actually Trish is not uh announced. Oh really? Yeah. Do you wanna take her as your guest? No, I'll still stick with Stacy because right. I know something's gonna happen with Lita and yeah, Trish will show up. I think. Cool. But Stacy Keebler, yeah. Yeah, I I had Trish on my list too. I don't know that she's gonna be there, but she's not announced as at the moment. Um I wanna say Gigi just because I really think she deserves to be there given her work this year, but I don't think so. And so that really brings me I wanna say Champa, but no. So it they, they don't deserve Champa. I swear <laughs> to god, they fucking made him die in fear in these dark matches. It's like no, leave him on NXT. Yeah. Wants to stay there. I feel like he's got to be there, though. I just don't want to, like, use that one as one of my picks. I want Raquel to be a pick, but I only got one left. And I'm going to use it on Swole, Big Swole, or Braun Breaker. And I'm going to say... Braun Breaker. Yeah, that's much more likely. And I feel like he could go with the big boys for a minute. Yeah, especially since type of uh, lesser risk. Yeah. All right. So, Royal Rumble surprises recap: Hector got Stone Cold, Dakota Kai, Gangrel, Diana Perazzo, Stacy Keebler, and I am looking forward to seeing Bray Wyatt, Mandy Rose, uh, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, <laughs> and Braun Breaker in the Royal Rumbles. All right. Now, who we're looking forward to most watching this year? I'll go first on this one, and I will say, I don't know that they're going to get to the storyline, and I don't think, like, well, here, I'll just say this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Daniel Bryan, because I think he's the best wrestler in the world, and I think that he's going to put on matches with all the best wrestlers in the world. He's going to fight uh, ZSJ, he's going to fight fucking moxley apparently i'm sure he's gonna fight osprey at some point like he's gonna fight all these people that okada all these people that we really want to see him fight punk we're gonna see a bunch of great daniel bryan matches this year my i'll i'll actually let you go to the next one uh so i'm he's not signed with anyone right now and it's pissing me off but i think he can't sign yet but come on man Limitless power. <laughs> I, I, I have to put Keith Lee as number yeah. one because I'm keeping my eye out, and when he does show up, he's, he's gonna do he's gonna do his thing. <laughs> as soon as you started talking, I was thinking that that's who you were gonna take. So actually, that was the reason I didn't play my hand with my second pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with Adam <laughs> Cole. I this whole time, like the people have been shitting on what they're doing in AW, like oh, like he left NXT to be to be doing what he's like dressing up as a Ghostbuster in NXT in AW. I'm like, yeah, because he's having fun and like he's loving what he's doing. But this last two three weeks has made me think that all those assholes on Twitter are right because fuck, dude, he is bo- booking right now is just so boring and abysmal to me. Yeah, I can see that, but I I like I'm giving him and. Red Dragon, the benefit of the yes, doubt. Yes, that's like, why I'm drafting him. I was like, I, I, I have faith in what they're doing, because, man, if you let them loose, oh, fuck, 
great. Yeah, whether it's um, Roddy or whether we start to get into like the elite versus the super click or whether we get to like elite versus undisputed, whatever they're going to be here, like that that's why he's drafted on here cuz I think we're going to get some of those storylines even if they just start at the end of this year. Yeah, let's see. Ooh. I really I really hope this doesn't happen with over with him. I'm I'm excited for whatever happens with Thunder Rosa. Like Ah, oh, you fucker. <laughs> I I I, I ha- she has to win the belt this year at yeah. some point. Uh, even if, if she it's doesn't not a rib breaker, but she wins it off of somebody else, that's totally fine. Like, just she's gonna put it on an amazing match, and she'll she when she becomes champion, she's gonna be have a really good run in my opinion. Yeah, if she doesn't get that belt soon, like I'm gonna lose interest in this women's division very quickly. <laughs> uh, since you took her. I don't think I mean I'm not gonna take anybody from you, but I don't think I need to really worry about anybody else that you're gonna take of my picks. But I'll just go with again Bailey. Like I love her. I think she's the best women's wrestler on the planet as like total package. In ring it's Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb, bar none. But I'd rather see Bailey than anybody ever <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, Bailey's great. I, I I that's your pick. I'm glad that I'm glad that's your pick right now. Um it's hard. it's hard because I wanna watch stuff on DNA, but they have a really shitty channel to have access to. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, you gotta catch the YouTube recaps or something. <sighs> you know what? It's that rebel heart. I can't let it go. Um, he he better fucking show up this Wednesday. I swear to God. I'm surprised you picked Thunder Rosa over him. To be honest with you, I don't. I, don't, I just it just seemed right to like pick Thunder Rosa. But like, oh come on, yeah. Sign and sign and show up in your hometown and oh god, please <laughs> show up on Wednesday. So Johnny Gargano, I am shows up. Yeah, shows up at the end of the lights out match, and is and just is like, "Hey, Adam." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, he could take the he could now play in the part of Roderick Strong in Undisputed Era, Johnny Gargano. Ah, <laughs> uh, for my fourth pick, I'm gonna go with a recent re-releasey in Samoa Joe. If he is cleared places and he signs somewhere, preferably AEW, we can get work with him and Daniel Bryan and Adam Cole and Keith Lee, possibly Gargano, if he starts wrestling again, Kenny Omega, all these people that he never wrestled. And I want to see fucking prize fighter Joe with the entire arena chanting Joe over and over again. Like I keep on seeing these clips from when he was feuding with Brock show up on my timeline or on my explore window. And uh-huh. I like just pine for what could have been with Samoa Joe, man. He should have beaten Brock. He should have been the one. You sly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a good pick. Shares a name with me, man. I got to choose him. Ah, oh, dang. All right. Someone that I think that I can surprise 
can't leave him alone, even though his beard's been shaved. Take me to the moon, son. <laughs> Cameron Grimes. Get Cameron Grimes, baby. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, he's a fun wrestler, dude. He's cool. That's not a pick that I would assume show up in in this draft, but I'm glad. I'm glad that he did, especially given that I don't think anybody else from NXT is gonna show up. In here. <laughs> uh, so this is my fifth and final. Yes. Yeah. All right. I am going to go with. There's a lot of people that I'm gonna chop off here, and I will say them in a little bit. But I'm gonna go with Dewdrop. I Piper Niven, like she's been freaking amazing. Yeah, but she, like I exactly, I'm just excited to see because she barely started showing up on the scene last year and barely started to show what she could do. And I don't know if you heard our episode of Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling this week, but I talked about we like we waxed a lot of poetical around her and how fucking good she is and good in like little natural ways that she's just like. She is a star through and through in the same way that like Adam Cole has proven he's a star and Shawn Michaels proved he's a star and like all the best people in this industry prove that she's a star and seeing her get time now or prove that they're stars and seeing her get time now, I think that she's going to be able to do that and continue to do that this year. I can see that. Yeah, I don't if anybody like talks shit like about Dewdrop, like go back watching some of those matches. Like all I really ever hear shit about her is her name, and everybody just like laments about it. But like, okay, get over it. We all know that she's Dewdrop. Cool. Let's just talk about how fucking cool she is, and just chant her as loud as we can in these arenas, and like get her pushed as much as we can. Yeah, the name does suck, but whatever. Like it's WWE. Yeah, you're not gonna change that. that. <laughs> it's better than what we discussed earlier. Right. Um, do, do good by her, and just let's get past it. Okay. Oh, she's not signed with anybody right now. Okay. Please, please fucking show up here. Please. I'm hoping she shows up at some point in one of these pay-per-views. But Tegan Knox. Oh, uh, I was guessing Tony Storm. <laughs> that was a good Tegan Knox. Yeah. Tegan Knox at AEW. Or TNA, just someone pick her up. She will make your roster so much better. Nice. Uh, yeah. So to recap here, I got Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, Bailey, Samoa Joe, and Dewdrop that I'm looking forward to watching the most this year. And you are looking forward to most watching Keith Lee, Thunder Rosa, Johnny Gargano, Cameron Grimes, and Tegan Knox. Yep. Some people that I left off: Kaylee Ray. Because unless I know that she's champion, like, I... If they feed her to Mandy Rose, I'm going to be so pissed. I will not watch NXT 2.0 for a while. <laughs> uh, Serena Deeb, I'm really looking forward to this year from the work that she's been showing off lately. Osprey okay. has been doing fucking amazing things. Apparently, he did the um, Stormbreaker to Brian Cage, which I still have not seen a clip of, but I am desperately looking for. Um. Braun, I want to see a bunch of this year. I really want to see Jeff. I want to see where Taya Valkyrie slash Frankie Monet goes. Okay. I want to see what Mickey does. I want to see if Zeta Ramirez shows up anywhere. I want to see Ember show up somewhere. And the Ring of Honor champion, Roxy. I've just found out about her a couple weeks ago. She's fucking cool. Uh, but I think like the person who just didn't make my list 
was Mustafa Ali. Because there's been a lot of videos showing up, like showing off about his footwork and shit that he can do in the ring. And I honestly think this whole public release is a work. Is a work? Yeah. Like, I know it makes me a dickhead. I don't know the dude. I know other people are starting to, like, rally around him and try to, his other, like, coworkers are rallying around him and doing the Free Ali hashtag. But, like, who else gets to dictate that in the public and then Vince not fire them? It doesn't happen. Regardless, whether it's here or not, I just want to see him do rad stuff because he he seems like a very underutilized talent. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, the 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 kind of people that I have that I I wish I could add in. One is my bump girl, the bump queen, <laughs> but I know she's safe currently if she's doing dark matches. Yeah. Um. She's still entertaining. I just hate the crazy shit that they're doing with her. Um, Ibushi. Nah. I don't know what's going to happen with him. Because it's all... Yeah, like... And also, like, it all attaches if Kenny Omega, if they plan to do that thing. Yeah, because he he could even the numbers. If it's Gargano or Roddy in Undisputed Era, he's the fourth. Yeah. Unless they pull in Cody, which eh, nobody wants to Eh. see that. Um, and then, um, Sheeta, like, I, I love Sheeta, but I think they're kind of just, like, pushing her down now. Like, I love the matches she has with Serena Deep, but, like, also it's been too repetitive, too much, too fast. Well, I think she's gonna be done for a little while. I think she's going back to Japan. That's why they did that last match the way they did. Yeah, and some of her photos looks like she, like, really messed up her knee, but I don't know, that could be all kayfabe. All I know is I haven't seen one of her YouTube pole dancing instruction videos, so... Uh, but, yeah, that, that's who I had. And who else? There was somebody really interesting. Uh, oh, I need, to, I need to find... Somehow I have to watch uh, Wrestling Kingdom from this year, or this month. Oh, I gotta give you I heard the ma- for that. Yeah, the the Osprey... matches were insane, I heard. Well, Osprey and Okada was the one that I was really, like, looking forward to. So, yeah, we can just kind of close off on this one. And fuck, dude. Talk about, like, reigniting my my love of wrestling. I know Osprey's been problematic, but goddamn, that match was so good. I didn't see the one leading into it where Okada won the, the actual New Japan belt. I kind of knew some of the stuff that Osprey had going on, like that he's the he's the actual champion for New Japan since he hadn't relinquished it and all that kind of stuff going on. So I I was vaguely following uh-huh. it. I, I was kind of into it. Um, and I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it when you watch it. But I will just say this: of course, like it aired, like it always does. It aired super late here, and of course, I had to go to work the next morning, and I was still watching it at three four in the morning whatever it aired here and but i was in and out of it i was really trying like it was one of those nodding off in the middle of a matches that you really want to stay awake in and there's this one spot that i'll that i'll point out to you when you actually watch it that i swear to god i fever dreamed dude and i was like <laughs> wait did that happen and like the whole next day i i did i couldn't log in because it's on our apple tv so i was like did this like did this spot happen? So I started actually looking for it by like the names of the ma- like the moves that I could remember or like Osprey and Okada. I was just looking for any clips I could find of this match because surely if this if this spot actually happened, everybody would be talking about it, and nobody was. 
and I didn't fever dream it. It actually happened. So I want you to watch it. And oh man, okay. it, it's just such a fun match. I I I wish I could wipe my memory to watch it with you one more time for the first time again. Uh, it's yeah. We'll we'll talk about it next time. Okay. Anything uh, else that you yeah. got for this week? Uh, hook, hook. <laughs> how do you feel hook. about hook as the the bigger AEW fan of the two of us how do you feel about hook i i like gohan gohan's really good <laughs> he looks like freaking gohan right before he defeats cell like that's that's how i feel about him yeah. he doesn't say anything he whoops ass and he walks away um i'm fine with that dude uh, as someone who he, wasn't in on Goldberg and who isn't that in on a lot of like the the more gimmicky AEW shit, I I, I am bought in on this. I I love, yeah. I love it. I really like it. <laughs> Taz Taz cracks me up too because that's his son. Yeah, and he just like he's this extremely handsome like killer and stuff <laughs> he like puts that. Puts him over like as much as he can, as, as a father should do. Uh yeah, dude. It, like I'm glad that I got in on that kind of early. I, like when I was like, "What the fuck is like Hook? Who are they? Are these people even like?" It was when it was just a couple of comments every here or there on the on the posts from the Twitter account. But yeah, it's I'm. It's been cool the few weeks that we've seen him so far. Is he just a rampage thing right now? Yeah, he's currently just on rampage. He hasn't had anything on dynamite yet. But does he have anything I, announced I can see for that. this week on rampage? Not that I know of. All right. Well, I guess we'll talk next week then with a lot less stuff to really recap. Or not recap, but to kind of... You know, we'll just make sure we got record going. To go over, yeah. <laughs> next time we'll actually push the record button the first time. We'll, we'll test it first. <laughs> I'll have you check me and say, hey, that's recording before we, we keep going for 15 minutes, right? Uh... All right, I'm sorry, Hector. No, you're fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody stay safe and get vaccinated or boost or whatever. You know, just look out for each other. Yeah, and order your free tests online. Yeah. <laughs> I think the website broke. Uh, <laughs> if it's up again, order your free tests and make sure we take care of each other. All right. See you next time. Later. <laughs>